Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. With Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the look ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air. Follow us all. At VSIN Live. The Major League Baseball postseason is underway. The Boston Red Sox defeating the New York Yankees as a small money line underdog. Six to two, the final score. It pushes the number of eight, but depending on when you got the total, you might have won or you might have lost. Uh, it was at seven and a half. If you had over seven and a half, congrats. If you had over eight or under eight, you pushed. And if you had it at eight and a half, well, hope you bet on the under. It was a Giancarlo Stanton solo home run in the ninth inning that pushed the total to eight. It was six to one, Boston. So the Red Sox win against the Yankees. Garrett Cole was absolutely terrible. He uh, didn't even last uh, past the second inning. He goes under his strikeout prop. He picks up the loss. And uh, meanwhile, Nathan Yavaldi was tremendous for the Red Sox as he goes over his strikeout prop of five and a half. He had a fantastic outing. And uh, he picked up the win, so you could have bet that at plus 275. Um, Garrett Cole just, you know, didn't have it. And Nathan Uvalde absolutely did. So the Red Sox now advance to take on the Tampa Bay Rays. And I found something interesting. Because if you look at the series odds right now up on DraftKings, the series prices have the Tampa Bay Rays as a favorite over the Red Sox, minus 180, to the Red Sox plus 150. However, in the futures market, the Red Sox are actually more of a favorite than the Rays to win the American League. 
The Red Sox are plus 265 to win the American League. The Rays are plus 290. The Astros are the favorite at plus 220. So the Red Sox jump over the Rays and the White Sox and become the second favorite now to win the American League and to win the World Series. The Red Sox are tied with the White Sox and Giants as the third favorite to win the World Series now. Dodgers are still your favorite at plus 390, Astros plus 450, and then Red Sox, White Sox, Giants all at plus 700 to win the World Series. Very interesting stuff there. Let's take a look now at uh, the game coming up here on uh, Wednesday, and that is the National League wild card game. The Dodgers are at home hosting the Cardinals' Max Scherzer against Adam Wainwright. The Dodgers are a minus 225 favorite. The Cardinals plus 185 underdogs. On the run line, the Dodgers minus a run and a half is just minus 105 to the Cardinals plus a run and a half at minus 115. The total in this game is at seven and a half. Adam Wainwright has started just once this season against the Dodgers on uh, September 8th. So about a month or so ago. He allowed four runs on seven hits in eight and a third innings. He struck out four. He did not walk a batter. Max Scherzer, meanwhile, started twice against the Cardinals this season, once as a member of the Nationals uh, at the beginning of the season back in April, and then once as a member of the Dodgers just last month. On April 21st, Max Scherzer went six shutout innings, striking out nine against the Cardinals. On September 6th with the Dodgers, he went eight innings, allowed one unearned run, and struck out 13 against the Cardinals. So you would think that Max Scherzer definitely has the advantage here with his uh, history this season against the Dodgers. However, Max Scherzer, who has been so lights out as soon as he came to the Dodgers, has had back-to-back bad starts now going into the postseason. He had a run of five straight starts where he didn't allow an earned run. He was you know, by far the favorite to win the National League Cy Young, still might do it, and, and, and he was just had a minuscule .8-something ERA. Everyone just talking about how dominant Scherzer was since he came over to the Dodgers. But in his last two starts... He allowed five runs in five innings to the Colorado Rockies. He allowed six runs, five of them earned, in five and a third innings against the Padres. Now, why is that concerning for uh, to me? It's a little concerning because we just saw on Tuesday night a pitcher in Garrett Cole who was so dominant for stretches of this season, the front runner to win the American League Cy Young Award, end his season with three poor starts. He allowed seven runs in five and two-thirds innings to Cleveland, three runs in six innings to the Red Sox, five runs in six innings to the Blue Jays. So he ended the season on a bad run, a bad stretch. Well, Max Scherzer ended the season on a bad stretch. So that's the only like cause for hesitation for me is that we just saw a pitcher who had a dominant season 
go into the playoffs coming off bad outings and have another bad outing. Well, Max Scherzer's been so dominant, but he's coming off two bad outings. Does he flip the switch here coming into the playoffs? Now, he very well could. Max Scherzer has pitched big games before in his career. So uh, there's a reason why they are heavily favored. Minus 225. Total is at 7.5. I lean the under. I also lean Cardinals plus a run and a half. The reason why I like the plus a run and a half is because they could still lose the game and you could still cover and and you're doing okay as long as they lose by one run. Uh, I think it's going to be played tightly. The bullpens will be involved early should they need, uh, you know, should the managers decide to do that. Um, the Dodgers, I don't know if if they play this game, you know, the way it should be played, or do they let Max Scherzer just kind of go out there and do his thing? Like, does Dave Roberts go into the bullpen early, or does he just leave the horse out there and have him fight through it? I think maybe, you know, Mike Schilt might manage this thing a little more tightly when it comes to uh, going into the bullpen early or whatnot. So uh, I, I kind of think that the Cardinals, who are the hottest team in baseball in the month of September, are being a little undervalued here. I mean, this is a team that won 17 straight games at one point in the month of September to put themselves into the postseason. Uh, I think they can keep this one close. I like taking the plus one and a half, and the fact that it's only minus 115 as opposed to normally laying, you know, heavier juice on a plus one and a half run line, I kind of like that. So I lean Cardinals plus one and a half, and I lean under seven and a half. We just saw the Yankees and Red Sox play with two potent offenses in a very hitter-friendly ballpark, and that one took a ninth inning solo home run in order to hit the over or, you know, get to eight. So with uh, the Dodgers and the Cardinals, with these two pitchers, uh, I would lean under the seven and a half. And uh, with that, the Cardinals at plus a run and a half. If I was going to go over, I'd go with the Dodgers, thinking that their offense is going to get to Wainwright as opposed to the Cardinals offense getting to Scherzer. But I do think that this is going to be a tightly contested, low-scoring game. So I think maybe, you know, 4-3, 3-2. And uh, I would certainly go with the Cardinals. Then there's my lean at plus a run and a half and the under 7.5 for uh, this game. As far as some player props here with the Cardinals and the uh, Dodgers. Strikeout total. Max Scherzer, 7.5 strikeouts. I mentioned he has pitched twice against this Cardinals team this season. He struck out nine in his first outing against them as a member of the Nationals. He struck out 13 in his most recent outing on September 6th. So Scherzer's strikeout total, seven and a half. Uh, I would lean towards the over in that one. Adam Wainwright's strikeout total is three and a half. That's pretty low. He did strike out four batters, though, in Eight and a third innings against the Dodgers in September, on September 8th. So the uh, over for Adam Wainwright, three and a half, is minus 145. The under seven and a half for Scherzer is actually juiced at minus 125. Uh, total bases props. 
Uh, you have Mookie Betts over under one and a half total bases. You have uh, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. Everyone's over one and a half. But here are the, the, the only ones that is a favorite is Trey Turner. It's minus 105 over one and a half. Everyone else is a plus money at over one and a half. Uh, as far as to record a win... Adam Wainwright, plus 360. Scherzer, plus 115. Home run props. Home run props are fun. Hey, there was a better that just uh, cashed in. I believe it was uh, $24,000 on uh, the home run props. Had all four home run hitters in the game against the Yankees and the Red Sox. It was he had Schwarber and uh, Rizzo, Stanton, and Bogarts and cashed in on a massive home run parlay. Uh, home run props. Let's see. You have mm, Mookie Betts at plus 340. That's over a half a home run, obviously. So to hit a home run is plus 340. Mm, Trey Turner plus 400. Will Smith plus 340. Kind of like that one as well. I like Will Smith. Uh, Dylan Carlson plus 550. Cody Bellinger plus 360. Corey Seager plus 400. Nolan Arenado plus 340, Goldschmidt plus 350, Tommy Edmond plus 700 is one of your longest odds. Uh, We'll get back into football coming up next. I got some really interesting stuff here uh, in terms of what's going on down in Jacksonville with the Jaguars and Urban Meyer. And are they an auto fade coming up this weekend against the Tennessee Titans? I'll break that down coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VC. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted. That's my my (laughs) dance. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? 
Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralast brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Zetterberg back here The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. And there's a very interesting story going on in the NFL. It has to do with the Jacksonville Jaguars and, of course, everything that is going on with their head coach, Urban Meyer. Uh, If you're not aware, um, you know, maybe just not paying attention to what's going on in the NFL, but the Jaguars coming off, you know, arguably their best performance of the season on Thursday night against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Trevor Lawrence played certainly his best game, but... Uh, They did lose, and after that game, Urban Meyer did not fly back home with the team. Instead, he went to Columbus, Ohio, and I guess wanted to spend time with his family. But videos surfaced online of Urban Meyer out at a bar, having a good time, you know, canoodling, if you will, well, dancing and touching and whatnot, acting inappropriate, if you will, uh, with a woman that was clearly not his wife. Urban Meyer has to apologize for it. The Jacksonville Jaguars owner, Shad Khan, has released a statement, quote, I have addressed this matter with Urban. Specifics of our conversation will be held in confidence. What I will say is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now he must regain our trust and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban to everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team. I am confident he will deliver. Our very own Michael Lombardi, former NFL executive, host of the Lombardi line here on vSIM, tweeted out a couple of things about the situation. One, that the most disturbing aspect of this was that Urban did not fly back with the team after a loss. And he also added, according to two Jacksonville sources, there are many there have been many closed-door meetings happening over the past two days in the football offices, and none of them have to do with the Tennessee Titans. This situation is bad. And how much has Urban Meyer spent this week preparing for the Tennessee Titans? Because 
I, all I know is that he spent the weekend dancing up a storm in Columbus. He spent this week addressing the media and meeting with ownership and apologizing for his antics. How much time has he spent on preparing for the Tennessee Titans? Michael Silver, who uh, used to work for Sports Illustrated covering the NFL, has uh, uh, had a very good thread on Twitter. I'm going to read it to you here. The Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville has reached a crisis point, especially in the locker room. One player told me, quote, he has zero credibility in that stadium. He had very little to begin with. Players were particularly put off by the fact that Meyer canceled Monday's team meeting as he dealt with the uproar over the videos of him and a young woman getting cozy in that Ohio bar. Quote, he even canceled the team meeting. He was too scared, a player said. Instead, Meyer only apologized to position groups individually. He portrayed the woman in the videos as a random person who was just there dancing. Suffice it to say, his audience was highly skeptical. Said one player, quote, We looked at him like WTF. You know what that stands for. Right when he left, everyone started dying laughing, and he knew it. Bottom line, said the player, it's bad. I don't know how he's going to function. I look at everything that I'm reading there and everything that I have seen from Urban Meyer this week. And I understand the Jaguars are banged up, excuse me, the, the Titans are banged up, and they're coming off a loss, a bad loss against the New York Jets. But how do you not fade the Jacksonville Jaguars this week? This is a team in disarray right now. With It's a rudderless ship because they got no one steering it. The head coach is lost. He's not focused on football. He's dealing with all of this extracurricular stuff. The players certainly don't respect him. And I don't know how prepared they're going to be. And I don't know if this team is going to galvanize and, and fight for their head coach that they really probably don't respect right now. I think this is a bad, bad spot for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I'm looking to fade them this weekend. I think the Titans are going to go in there and embarrass them, and Urban Meyer might find himself out of a job. And, and there are a lot of people, myself included, that never thought that Urban Meyer would be a fit here in the NFL. Maybe he's a better fit at USC next season. And I don't know if he's eyeing that job or eyeing time off or whatever. But this whole situation is a bad look for Urban Meyer. It's a bad look for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, you're an NFL head coach. And and there's you, there's a lot of documentaries out there. There's a lot of uh, shows and books and whatnot. I, I remember reading the Bill Parcells book, but there's that um, the Parcells-Belichick documentary is another good one that you could uh, watch. And... And, and all these coaches, all these successful coaches, the one thing that they have in common is their commitment to the game. And you'll hear from, from a lot of stories with these great head coaches about how many hours are spent in their office, how many hours are spent in that facility. And for Urban Meyer to not fly home with his team after a loss, which they look great. They play great. 
but to not fly home with his team after that loss, to instead be videotaped uh, essentially cheating on his wife, you know, dancing at a bar with some woman, and, and there's another video of him getting handsy as well, and then now canceling team meetings on Monday, apologizing to uh, individual position groups, having the players laugh at him when he leaves the room, the players not believing his apology, the owner having to release a statement talking about regaining trust. I'm sorry, these players now are supposed to be prepared for a game against the Titans, and they're supposed to be focused and hungry? I don't know. I'm going to fade this team. I think Urban Myers lost this locker room. I think Urban Myers lost this team. I think Urban Myers lost this job. And I think the Tennessee Titans roll in there as banged up as they are. I think the Titans have a clear bounce back spot ahead of them with, uh, with you know, picking themselves up off the loss here against the Jets and having a refocused game plan against this Jacksonville Jaguars team. That's what I think is going to happen. Now, of course, the Titans injury report is something to uh, pay attention to this week. No Julio Jones and no A.J. Brown last week against the Jets, and it clearly impacted them on offense, right? So how will they play this week against this Jaguars team if they are missing both of those guys? Well, if they come back, obviously it, it changes things. But I think that everybody to a man on this Titans team understands they have to play better. They know that going two for five in the red zone is unacceptable, going 5 of 19 on third down, giving up a season-high seven sacks is unacceptable. And uh, the Titans, who entered that game against the Jets as the number one team in the NFL under Mike Vrabel in road games decided by three points or fewer, then losing that game, I think that they are going to bounce back in a big way against this Jaguars team. That's my take on this Jaguar situation. I am fading, fading, fading Jacksonville at all costs because I think this situation gets real bad before it gets any better. Real bad. Titans are four and a half points uh, favored over the Jaguars. And the look ahead line was actually higher than that. The look-ahead line to open this week was um, actually around seven or so. So that's worth noting that the Titans actually, before Thursday Night Football, were seven-and-a-half-point favorites against the Jaguars. Seven-and-a-half. The Jaguars... Looked good on Thursday Night Football against the Bengals. The Titans looked bad against the Jets in a loss. So the line is now at four and a half. But prior to last week's games, the Titans were projected to be seven and a half point favorites. That's the line I'm going with. Titans win this game. Fade the Jaguars. Back the Titans. They will cover. Don't necessarily love doing the road favorites. But as we've seen so far this season, road teams have covered 
road teams have won and i think that will that trend will be uh what will happen here with the titans visiting the jaguars on sunday uh gonna talk a little college football coming up next uh it, it seems like everybody's jumping on board with my uh heisman long shot at least that's what I saw on Tuesday. I'm Scott Sadberg's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And it seems like a lot of people in the sports media might have been listening to our show yesterday. I talked about a potential long shot for the Heisman Trophy, and that was Pitt quarterback Kenny Pickett. Looked at his stats, 19 touchdowns to one interception. The fact that he leads the, the, the nation, or he's top five in seven or eight offensive categories for quarterbacks, and at plus 4,000, seemed like a pretty good bet. Well, it just seemed like everybody seemed to be on that this week. I heard Adam Kramer on earlier on VSIN talking about uh, Kenny Pickett for Heisman. A couple other reporters had uh, nuggets out there, or analysts had nuggets out there on Twitter about Kenny Pickett. He is still at uh, plus 4,000 to win the Heisman Trophy uh, behind Bryce Young, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, C.J. Stroud, Spencer Rattler, B. John Robinson, Kenny Walker, Malik Willis, Trevion Henderson. Then there's Kenny Pickett. I'm not saying he's going to win the award. I'm just saying at plus 4,000, it's a pretty good value for a guy who has the numbers that he has. He's going to have to certainly uh, keep it up while the other players are going to have to fall back down to earth. And I just don't think that's going to happen. At plus 4,000, though, it's the value play. Uh, It's more likely that Bryce Young continues to lead Alabama to an undefeated season, at least going into the SEC championship game. And he finds himself as the Heisman winner. Matt Corral can certainly put up monster numbers, and Ole Miss can continue their successful season. Uh, Desmond Ritter could get, you know, Cincinnati to an undefeated season and score rushing touchdowns, and you have them, and you have him at plus twelve hundred. So there's a lot of uh, of of players to like, but at plus four thousand, Kenny Pickett was certainly. Uh, one of those players that I thought jumped out uh, to me. And I thought it was pretty interesting that you saw a lot of people on Twitter, on social media uh, on Tuesday, kind of jumping on the Kenny Pickett bandwagon for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's an interesting team. They got uh, an off week this week, and then they play against Vatek. Vatek this week has the game against Notre Dame. So, Certainly something to focus on if, you know, it's a physical game, emotional game, especially if they beat Notre Dame. How do they handle it next week, welcoming in a very talented 
Pittsburgh team. Uh, a lot of interesting top 25 games on the schedule this week. Uh, some spreads that, you know, you certainly uh, like to look at, you know, Coastal Carolina, 19 and a half. Nothing really attractive there. They should, though, uh, score and blow out Arkansas State. Cincinnati should blow out Temple. They're 29-point favorites on Friday. Arizona State's a 12-point favorite over Stanford. Can Stanford pull the upset that they pulled against Oregon? Or is this a letdown spot for Stanford against Arizona State now? Uh, Oklahoma-Texas, the Red River rivalry, of course, is going to be the game of the day that everyone's watching early on. I like Oklahoma in this in this game. I think this is the game that brings out the best in Oklahoma. Texas is going to be a very attractive underdog in this game because Oklahoma has not covered a spread uh, in a game of relevance this season. The, the, the Western Carolina game, I'm not even, that's a cup, forget about that game. But against Tulane, they failed to cover, they won 40-35. Against Nebraska, they failed to cover. They won 23-16. Against West Virginia, they failed to cover. They barely won 16-13. And against Kansas State, they failed to cover. They got backdoored in that one, 37-31. So here they are in a neutral site game, a three-and-a-half point favorite over number 21, Texas. Uh, I, I think that when you consider... The um, look-ahead line and what you when you consider where this uh, team was before the season and where they are expected to be after the season, I just think Oklahoma is is the right side of this game. The early line before the season was Sooners minus about nine. Now it's three and a half, and I get it. Oklahoma has not looked good. They have not covered. Uh, Spencer Rattler, who was the favorite before the season started for the Heisman Trophy, has not played like a Heisman candidate. And Texas, meanwhile, under Steve Sarkeesian, has been on a little bit of a roll ever since losing to Arkansas. They dominated Rice in a game that really didn't mean anything. Uh, The blowout victory to Texas Tech was rather impressive. You know, 70 points against Texas Tech. Uh, That first half performance was just an absolute onslaught. Uh, 14 points in the first quarter, 28 points in the second quarter. What a dominating performance. And then winning on the road at TCU, I thought was impressive as well because Gary Patterson usually does a good job defensively of scheming for those games. And, uh, you know, Texas did um, have a nice performance there. Uh, Casey Thompson is having um, a decent season, but really I think the the strength of this Texas offense is, of course, their running back, B. John Robinson. What can Oklahoma do defensively to slow down B. John Robinson and try and make Casey Thompson beat them through the air? Now, he's capable of doing that. This is a game that that is quite capable of being a high-scoring affair. The total is 63 and a half. Um, And I think that it can get there. The history of this game, you know, it's been called the Red River Shootout for a reason. Uh, It has been high-scoring. Last year's game was 53-45, but that was multiple overtimes. The game before that 
in 2019, 34-27. Before that, it was played in Arlington, the one, uh, we, the one year it was played in Arlington, 39-27. Then the last, Oklahoma, the last Texas win was in 2018, 48-45. And then you had uh, the year before that, 2017, was 29-24. 45-40 in 2016. You haven't had a low-scoring game since 2015 between these two teams. That was a 24-17 finish. The lowest scoring output between these two teams was a 55-point output in 2017. Other than that, I mean, it was into the 80s. It was into the 60s. 60s you know, it's been a high-scoring affair uh, between these two programs. And at 63, I think, yeah, it's capable of getting there. I lean towards Oklahoma in this matchup because I think this is the statement game for them on on this calendar. Now, if they want to win a national title, if they want to get to the college world playoff, yes, they can lose this game and still win the Big 12. Okay? So it's not a must-win game for the Big 12 because they can still they can lose this game and then roll through the rest of their schedule and they will be the number 2 team at worst in the Big 12 standings right cuz they would beat Oklahoma State they would beat um you know uh, Baylor so everyone else they everyone else would have losses they would find themselves in a rematch potentially with Texas or whoever else finishes at the top of the Big 12 but if they want to make the college football playoff, I think they have to go undefeated. It's a one-loss Big 12 champion. It might be dicey. And the only way that it could happen, because especially when you consider the other possibilities of teams out there, like a Cincinnati running the table, like uh, an Oregon finishing out with just one loss, what would have to happen is Oklahoma would have to, if they lose to Texas here on Saturday, they would have to beat Texas in the Big 12 title game. And then you could say, hey, they're a one-loss team, but they avenged their loss to Texas. They've won against every team that they played. And then they would have maybe a chance to get into the playoff as a one-loss Big 12 title team, Big 12 championship team. But this right now, is the only game that matters for Oklahoma. I think you put the performances in the past, in the past. Forget about the fact that they haven't covered and just focus on this game against Texas. They've won the last three, and I think they win this one as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll uh, talk a little bit more about the Major League Baseball National League wildcard games and some future bets coming up next. This is The Look Ahead here on v the sports betting network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying, Cal's a bust, he can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a Chill Mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on Chill Mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, Over Under, and Against the Spread bets. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. 
Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Speaking of the betting splits uh, for the Yankees and Red Sox in the wild card game that happened on Tuesday, the Yankees were overwhelming uh, favorites on the betting splits. Over 70% of the bets had the Yankees uh, on the on the handle, and it was the Red Sox who ultimately won. So that was pretty wild that the betting splits were really all in favor of the Yankees. In fact, I'll give you the exact numbers. It was over 70%. Um, 72% of the handle on the Yankees' money line, 60% of the bets. And on the over-under 8, which it wound up hitting exactly 8, uh, it was kind of split 54-48. 46-52, uh, and then the run line handle, the Yankees took 69% of the handle at minus a run and a half. Red Sox plus a run and a half, only 31% of the handle. So the congratulations to the 28% of the money that was on the Red Sox plus the 115 because they cashed as the Red Sox beat the Yankees in the American League wild card game. Uh, probably going to be on the Rays in the American League Division Series. Their playoff series line right now is minus 180 compared to the Red Sox plus 150. Red Sox celebrated a little too hard for me here in this wild card game. I know they beat the Yankees. I know they were a slight underdog, but you just got into the playoffs. You know, it's not like you won the World Series. It's not like you won anything. Um, you know, the celebration afterwards, a little too much. I kind of like my teams, especially in the postseason here. It's like, you know, business as usual. Like, like we, we have more to do. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays certainly know that they have more to do. Um, and the Rays, 100-win team. Uh, they've just been so good this season. So i probably back the Rays in that series against the Red Sox at the minus 180 price. Astros are minus 130 over the White Sox in their series. Brewers minus 150 over the Braves in their series. Obviously no line on the Giants right now, uh, awaiting the winner of the National League Wild Card game. But I will tell you that the Giants' futures odds have kind of been... I don't know, laughable all season. I mean, this is a team that has been disrespected all season long, yet all they did was go out there and have the best record in Major League Baseball. Yet they're not, they, they, they weren't favorites to win their division until it got to a point where it looked like they were going to do it. They haven't been favorites to win the World Series, not even favorites to win their own league. Yet the Dodgers, who are playing in a wild card game, who could lose to the Cardinals and then be knocked out of the postseason, are still your overwhelming favorite. The Giants to win the World Series are plus 700. The Giants to win the National League are plus 300. Why is this? Why are these odds not shorter? Why is no one a believer in this Giants team? I think plus 700 is. Probably the best bet on the board. Dodgers plus 390, wild card game. I don't know what's going to happen. If the Dodgers win, those odds are probably going to be shorter, believe it or not. Astros plus 450, that's a tough series against the White Sox. The White Sox are a very good team. And then if you win, you got to get through the Rays, a very tough team. And, And no disrespect to the Brewers. And no disrespect to uh, the Braves, whichever team comes out of that um, series. And it it likely will be the Brewers. But the Giants have been the best team in baseball all season long. This isn't a team like uh, like the Cardinals 
who won 17 straight games in the month of September and played their way into the postseason. This is a Giants team that has just dominated from the start of the season. And all they did was win. And they just kept winning. When everybody seemed to just disrespect them, when everybody seemed to kind of not write them off, but consider the Dodgers as the team to beat. But the Giants went out there, and they just won the games. And this season, against, let's see how they did against the opponents that they could face. Against the Dodgers this year, they were 10-9. and nine. Against the Brewers this year, they were 3-4. and four. Against Atlanta, they were 3-3. Three and three. Uh, So everything's kind of close with the teams that they have played against this season. But this Dodgers team, I mean, this Giants team to me, uh, has a little chip on their shoulder. Like I said, kind of been disrespected all season. And it's been such an incredible run. They're led by veterans. You know, Evan Longoria has been around forever. Um, you know, uh, Buster Posey, Brandon Crawford, what a stud, what a season he has had. Um, good young talent as well. The pitching staff, I mean, what more can you say about this pitching staff? Gosman, Webb, Wood, DiSclefani, Cueto, the bullpen, the back end of the bullpen has been just fantastic this season. You know, guys like Tyler Rogers and others, um, I like this Giants team, and uh, I'm, I'm going to put a ticket in here at plus 700 to win the World Series because I think at those odds, it's the best value on the board for me. It's a team that's going to have home field advantage throughout the entire postseason, and uh, going up against the Dodgers might be difficult, but there's a chance the Dodgers might not even get there. And I do expect these odds to change after the wild card game. So uh, I think I'd lock it in now at the plus 700 mark. Now, speaking of that wild card game, Adam Wainwright, Max Scherzer. The Dodgers are minus 225. Scherzer's been dominant. He has been, but his last two starts, not that great. Adam Wainwright comes into this game. Okay starts the past couple of times out. History this season against the Dodgers and against the Cardinals. Scherzer has pitched twice against them has been dominant in both starts. One for the Nationals early on, one for the Dodgers in September. Wainwright gave up four runs in his only start against the Dodgers back uh, early on in September. I lean the under here, seven and a half. Uh, Look at what happened between the Yankees and the Red Sox, two very potent offenses playing in a hitter-friendly ballpark, and there were four home runs. You saw a bunch of home runs, but the total still still hit right at eight. So I think we're going to see a low-scoring affair at Dodger Stadium. I lean towards the under 7.5. And And then, you know what? I'm going to take a flyer on the Cardinals. Because this is a team that, like I said, won 17 straight games in September. They fought their way into the postseason. Uh, I think they're a hungry team. And I think they're just too good of a team to have the odds this high against them. They have history with the Dodgers in the postseason. This is an incredible franchise. Uh, I think that it's just too high odds to go to, to go against the Cardinals. A little unfair to make them plus 185. 
I'm not going to play them on the money line. I'm going to go with the run line, though, at plus a run and a half. It's only minus 115, so it's uh, barely any juice, and you get the cushion of them you know, possibly losing the game by one run. I can see this being a 4-3, 3-2 type game, and if the Cardinals win and pull off the upset, fantastic. If they lose by one, I'll cash the ticket and be happy with the plus a run and a half, but I'm certainly not going to risk 225 on the Dodgers, and I don't feel comfortable doing minus a run and a half because I think it will be tightly contested because I lean towards the under in this performance. As far as any uh, K props go, uh, I would say to go over both pitchers' strikeout numbers. You know, Scherzer was at 7.5, which is high, but I think he gets there. He had 13 his last time he faced this team, and uh, the K prop on Wainwright is 3.5. It's juiced at minus 145, but... I think he should be good for four strikeouts, maybe five against this uh, Dodger team. So I'm going to go over on both pitchers, K-props. Uh, Scherzer, the over 7.5 is minus 105. Wainwright, over 3.5 is minus 145. And uh, home runs. Who do I think is going to hit a home run? What if I say that uh, no one's going to hit a home run? Someone will hit a home run. Uh, will it be a member of the Cardinals? Nolan Arenado, plus 340. Paul Goldschmidt, plus 350. Uh, Yadier Molina, plus 750. That's not going to happen. But uh, I do like the Cardinals, so I- I'm going to lean here. Cardinals, plus one and a half. And the under, I will lean as well, seven and a half. Coming up this morning on uh, Follow the Money, 8.45 a.m. Eastern Time, Johnny Avello from DraftKings, the sportsbook director at DK Sportsbook on Twitter. will join the program. Charles Davis. NFL uh, on CBS uh, will join the program as well. And Jay Jaffe from Fangraphs uh, will join the program. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look ahead here on VEASAN. This is VEASAN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VEASAN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VEASAN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most 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 Hey Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. 
I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.